the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, October the 19th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Today, on October 19, 2001, U.S. Special Forces began operations on the ground in Afghanistan. That opened a significant new phase of assault against the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. Today, in 1781, British troops under George uh, General uh, Lord Cornwall Cornwallis surrendered at Yorktown, Virginia. The American Revolution was nearing its end. Today in 1789, John Jay was sworn in as the first Chief Justice of the United States. He had a lot to say to the American public. Most of it was based in scripture that he said in those days. Today in 1953, they didn't know, the founders of our nation did not know that they couldn't talk about the Bible and about God and quote Jesus on government property. Today, in 1953, the Ray Bradbury novel, Fahrenheit 451, was published. The storyline in this was set in a dystopian future where books are banned and burned by the government. I mention that only to say that there are a lot of people, we hear about George Orwell a lot and what he said. This Ray Bradbury is another guy that was writing about the future. For the most part, they weren't correct, but enough of what they were predicting or suggesting might be in the future was correct that it gives one pause. We're going to be talking more about this whole idea of suppressing news and burning books this week. On various occasions. Today, 1960, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested during a sit-down protest at a lunch counter in Atlanta. He was sent to prison, not for sitting down at the lunch counter, but he was sent to prison for a parole violation over a traffic ticket. King was released after three days. Robert F. Kennedy pleaded his case and asked them to let him go, and they did. Today, in 1977, the supersonic Concorde made its first landing in New York City. Today, in 1987, I remember this well, because people in the church where I was the pastor, was they were beside themselves, frankly, some of the businessmen. But today, in 1987, the stock market crashed as the Dow Jones Industrial Average plunged 508 points. A lot of points in those days, given the size of the Dow Jones. That was 22.6% of the value. Its biggest daily percentage loss at that time. It became known as, it was a Monday, this date back then, became known as Black Monday. When some of the guys in my church called me and asked me, they said, what are we going to do, Pastor? What are we going to do? I, we're our whole, yeah, and they were good guys committed to the Lord. I told him, I said, well, let me give you the deepest thought I have. God is in control. Trust him. They did. And everything came out okay eventually. Today in 2010, the
Pentagon directed the military to accept openly gay recruits for the first time in the nation's history. Today in 2015, Canadians voted for a sharp left turn in their government. Justin Trudeau, the son of a former prime minister, won a landslide victory to end conservative Stephen Harper's almost a decade in office. Canada said, nope, we want to go left, real hard left in all of our policies. And I think most of us know they did and they are. One year ago today, President Donald Trump told campaign staffers that people were tired of hearing from Dr. Anthony Fauci. And Trump said, and I quote him, and all these other idiots about the coronavirus. He called Fauci a disaster. Well, that was a year ago. Interestingly enough, Sunday on Fox News, anchor Chris Wallace I am not a fan of Chris Wallace. In fact, I ignore him most of the time. But I have to pay attention because once in a while there's something worthwhile to me personally that would come from his interviews. But I don't care much for him at all. I think he's he's a misfit at, at Fox, to say the least. But anyway, on Sunday, Chris Wallace was interviewing Dr. Fauci. That's not surprising. But... Chris Wallace said, when this pandemic started, it is fair to say, he said to Fauci, it is fair to say you were generally regarded as the authority on infectious disease. As time has gone on, you have become a polarizing figure and critics accuse you of sending mixed messages. Well, it isn't just critics, Chris Wallace. It's many people across America, not just people sitting in news booths or people in white coats running the country. Many of us feel that he's been sending mixed messages. So anyway, Wallace continued. He said, there's allegations that you help fund dangerous research at the Wuhan lab. I think Senator Rand Paul has pretty much established that as well. Wallace said, two questions. Why do you think you've become so controversial? And honestly, do you think there's anything you have done that has contributed to that? Fauci responded. He said, I can't think of anything. (laughs) But he said, I'm sure people will. Then he said this, and I quote, Dr. Fauci, I have always stood for making science, data, and evidence be what we guide ourselves by. And I think people who feel differently, who have conspiracy theories, who deny reality, looking them straight in the eye, those are people that don't particularly care for me. And that's understandable, because what I do, and I try very hard, is to be guided by the truth. And sometimes the truth becomes inconvenient for some people, so they react against me. That's just what it is. There's not much I can do about that, Chris. No, there isn't. When you become truth, Jesus Christ himself said, I am the truth. But Fauci's kind of saying that he is the truth now in regards particularly to medical science. And he said, when I am the truth... It's hard to change anything, so I can't help it if people are conspiracy nuts and they don't follow me and believe in me. That's what he's saying. And that's what the kind of the general feeling in our culture is today among the progressives. And it's very, very concerning, deeply concerning, to say the least. As the lockdown continues 
on this whole matter of getting a shot or two or three or four or five or whatever it's going to end up being. We're beginning to see the casualties, particularly in Washington State and Oregon, walking in lockstep down a path to destruction, as far as I'm concerned, in the broader sense. But we're beginning to see the, the fatalities professionally. I talked about a state patrol officer yesterday, Washington State, who signed off Friday night after 22 years of serving the state. He quit because he couldn't get Dr. Fauci's vaccine shot. And he couldn't meet Governor Inslee's mandate. Some think the mandate is illegal, and it's certainly in my mind, unconstitutional. But now we're learning that the Washington State University head coach, Nick Rolovich, has been fired, the football coach in Pullman. He's been fired for not receiving the COVID-19 vaccine to meet the deadline. October 18th is the deadline. That's kind of the coming of a new age, an age of Aquarius in the minds of those who are in control. The mandate requires that most state employees, healthcare workers, school employees get vaccinated. Under the state mandate, all those working at state colleges, universities, they're required to get the COVID-19 vaccine and others. There is a response to this that I have not seen in my lifetime really against the government per se and I'm seeing it now. Jay Inslee's mandate is currently one of the strictest in the country. Kate Brown is trying to run along behind and catch up with him in Oregon. But it's impacting thousands of workers. Employees could apply for a medical or a religious exemption, but they're not even approving some of those. How do they know the sincerity of the heart in the people they deny? Coach Rolovich at Washington State University, football coach, right in the middle of football season. The Cougars have been winning. Rolovich applied for a religious exemption. King 5 TV this morning is saying that, in Seattle, is saying it's unclear if Rolovich's exemption was denied or approved, but the university said they could not make accommodations for him. It's my understanding, and I can't verify this, so I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it's my understanding that his religious exemption was approved on a blind basis. In other words, when the committee who decides who gets to be have freedom of religion or not, it's my understanding, and again, I'm not saying this happened. I'm saying it's my understanding. I don't want to say more than that, that his religious exemption was approved when they didn't know who it was. In other words, his name wasn't attached to his petition to receive a religious exemption. Once they discovered who he was and once the university took over and the state government, then he was not. He was not able to have religious freedom. I understand. I don't know that for sure, but... We're going to be talking more about this. Uh, I'm going to be talking about it more about it tomorrow. I, I need to be a little more informed on a couple of things. I was going to talk about it today, but 
I'm going to push that into tomorrow. I, I I never talk about what we're going to talk about tomorrow because I go with what's happening in the news every day. And um, as, as you know, and I want to thank all of you for your support of this radio program. I, It's just, uh, it's unusual. I'm told often and repeatedly, and sometimes it's not meant to be a compliment, but it it is different than most of the programs on Christian radio, if not all of them. And it is confronting sometimes, and it's called straight talk, and it is straight talk. I, At this point in my life, I wouldn't bother to sit here at this microphone and talk about nothing or talk about, you know, what a wonderful day it is. I mean, if the day is wonderful, we're going to say it's wonderful, and if it isn't, we're going to say it isn't. But at the bottom of it all, at the bottom line, the thing after a lifetime of ministry— as an ordained minister, I want to tell you that God is in control. He cares. His word is withstanding the storm, and it always will. It is the rock upon which the wise man built his house. Jesus said in Matthew 24, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. The psalmist said, Psalm 119, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Isaiah wrote many years ago, before most of you were born. Isaiah the prophet, (laughs) he wrote this. He said, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of of our God shall stand forever. And that's the most important thing that I have to say to anyone who may be listening and to or all of us this morning. God's word stands, so stay close to God's word. Don't get lost in this malaise of all these people and their opinions, including mine. Judge everything by the Bible, by the word of God. But every day we try to bring a little enlightenment and understanding and clarity to some of the things that are happening, looking at what's happening in our news from a biblical perspective, through the lens of God's word not our word. So thank you so much for your support. We need it. I don't talk a lot about it because we're not here to raise money. We're here to do what we do. But thank you so much. And we do need your support. Our address is Box 399 Bellevue, Washington 98009. Box 399 Bellevue 98009. As I said, I'll be talking a little bit more about this Washington State University head football coach, Nick Rolovich. Uh, tomorrow, and um, some other things as well, The particularly the Washington State uh, Patrol will be talking about other issues that relate to this. We'll be talking about what I see happening, and I believe many of you do as well, is a kind of a new fascism that's emerging in our government across the country, nowhere more visible today and right here in the good good old Northwest. So we'll be talking a little bit more about that tomorrow and as the days proceed, I'm sure. But U.S. intelligence agencies were caught off guard, caught by surprise the other day when China secretly tested a nuclear-capable, low-orbit, hypersonic missile back in August. But it sort of came to the surface day before yesterday. The weapon circled the globe, went all the way around the globe, before descending 
on a target. They only missed it by about 24 miles. They said they can fix that. They know what went wrong. All the way around the world, hypersonic missile. Does anyone remember the 1961 hit song, The Lion Sleeps Tonight? Yeah, everybody was singing. That was kind of a catchy little tune. One of our intelligence experts said, we have no idea how they did this. One of our intelligence experts. They said yesterday, we have no idea how they did this. Well, other experts are publicly describing what China just did as, quote, astounding and, quote, much more advanced than U.S. officials realized. Why does the lion sleep, following that theme, when he should be awake? There's a biblical answer. The Pentagon says they are aware that China has been working on hypersonic, hypersonic weapons technology and other advanced missile systems, unburdened by any of the arms control treaties, they're saying, that impede competing programs in the United States and Russia. In other words, it's not our fault that we're falling behind. It's all these treaties that we're in for the, better, for the greater good. They were stunned. The analysts, I mean, they're saying they were stunned. Who thought the Chinese was this far advanced? They're all saying this. They're saying, wow, we can't believe it. Well, they were supposed to know. That's what they do. The Financial Times was the first to report it on Twitter on Saturday. China tests new space capability with hypersonic missile launch, nuclear-capable rocket that circled the globe. Took us by surprise. <laughs> I've written an article on this at faithandfreedom.us, our website. You can read it. It's sourced. You can go to the sources. There's a lot of information there, but let me touch on some of it. North Korea also claimed it tested a hypersonic weapon at the end of September, but its capabilities were much more limited than China's. China's is very sophisticated. China's test miss missile actually flew all the way around the Earth before plunging into the atmosphere and striking the target. Off by just, I mean, it was by hairs compared to the distance it traveled and the speed it traveled. Experts say that hypersonic missiles are theoretically difficult to track or intercept because they can fly and maneuver at low altitude, and they fly at about five times and sometimes even more than five times the speed of sound. I mean, you don't even hear them when they go till later. It's an amazing thing. Our own military is saying that it would be destabilizing. Their words yesterday, our, our military complex, they're saying that it would be destabilizing if China developed the capability to deliver global nuclear strikes from space. But the experts looking at this with a clearer vision are saying they've already done that, my friends. Wake up. China insisted Saturday that all of our weapons, they said, are purely defensive in nature. Of course, we all believe that, of course. The Communist Party-run Global Times said it's important to note that the unstoppable trend that China's narrowing the gap with the U.S. in some key military technologies as China is continuously developing its economic and te technological strength. Yes, that is a newspaper that's controlled by the Communist Party, but that's what they're saying. Then they added this. They said it's inevitable that China will take the upper hand over the U.S. military strength in areas like Taiwan and the South China Sea. And Beijing plans to improve the quality of its nuclear deterrence to ensure that the U.S. completely eliminates the idea 
of nuclear blackmail against China at any critical moment. What they're talking about there is when they take over Taiwan and they plan to do that. It's stunning to hear this coming from China while we still remember our own General Milley. General Milley, remember him? Yeah, that guy who went around behind President Trump's back and was calling China and saying, don't worry, if the U.S. ever, you know, strikes you, starts, you know, a war or sends missiles to you, I'll tell you in advance. He did. He admitted that he said that. He said, well, that's pretty common. We do that. Milley got caught telling China not to worry about the United States. He said, if we ever decide, I'm quoting him here, if we ever decide to attack China, I'll let you know in advance. You have to ask yourself sometimes, have we lost our collective mind? Well, yes, we have. And let me tell you why this lion, America, is sleeping tonight and today. Bob Barr, who formerly represented Georgia's 7th District in the U.S. House of Representatives, he also served as U.S. Attorney in Atlanta under a under a Republican uh, president. He was an official also with the CIA. I've met Bob a couple of times. He wrote a book and he signed it and got, gave one to me. We've had lunch a couple of times. I, I don't know him and it's been a long time since I spent time with him, but I know a lot about him. And um, he's a very clear thinker. He loves God and he loves this country. He's smart. Yesterday, he is also a, a, a columnist. Yesterday, he began his column with this. He said, in 1961, a previously unknown doo-wop group, the Tokens, topped the singles chart with The Lion Sleeps Tonight, thus the idea. Considering the woke leadership in the United States military and our foreign intelligence agencies, many are wondering if the U.S. military, the Lion, sleeps while Russian and Chinese counterparts work feverishly to overtake us in at least one key technology, hypersonic weaponry. It's a concern, he says, worthy of serious study. Barr continues in his article, and I'm not going to quote much more of it, but he continues in his article, noting that these reports about this hypersonic weaponry come as America's commander-in-chief, President Joe Biden, and his top military and foreign intelligence leaders remain fixated on ensuring a woke defense establishment and mandating COVID vaccines for all military and civilian employees under their command, regardless of how many resignations such as short-sighted policy will cause. He also reminds us that we must remember the words of Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley, his publicly reported views that communist China is not an enemy, and he did say that not long ago, and his self-admitted friendship with his counterparts in the People's Liberation Army that overrode his loyalty to former President Trump, and is indeed fair to speculate where his true priorities lie, Bob Barr says. Barr further reminds us that Lloyd Austin, on assuming office this year, he is the Secretary of Defense, he said his top priority is not China or Russia, but rather to ferret out white extremism in the ranks. If that sounds familiar, and if you listen to this program regularly, I talked at some length about that, the guy that's in charge of our defense, the defense of America, said that China and Russia are not his top priority. His top priority is 
white extremism in the ranks, and he, a black man, is called to ferret that out of our military. How is that going to protect us from China and other people who seek to destroy us? It isn't. That's why the lion is sleeping. I believe that God would tell America, wake up. And to the Christians in this nation, I believe that God would say to us, wake up and take control. I have given you America. I've blessed it. And truly he has. To whom much is given, much is required. This may be a time when we're required to do some things that may be even uncomfortable. And I'm not talking about illegal things. I'm talking about getting involved from school boards to local, regional, and even federal politics. Maybe run for office or help those who are. When the Pentagon's policies on LGBTQ awareness and hiring are more advanced than our own military advancement, it's time to awaken. The Bible speaks a lot about awakening. The world knows it. The United States currently has no programs of record on hypersonic weapons, only possible production prototypes, ideas. In the world of the progressive, an idea is a reality. If I thought it, it exists. If I believe it, Dr. Fauci, it's true. That's why Fauci sees himself. I think he's honest. I think he's being very candid about it. He sees anyone who disagrees with him as disagreeing with the truth or with science. That's how people become godlike in their own mind when this spirit of progressivism, which is demonic, really, it's anti-God, when that spirit takes over an individual, I mean, and they're thinking, that's why the Bible is so clear. To be, it, it tells us, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed, Paul said, by the renewing of your mind. Because otherwise you can't know what is that good, that, that perfect will of God. We live in a, in a no man's land. We live in a wasteland of all kinds of shadows and images, and, and they're not real. And that's who's leading this nation today. And that's the problem. Barr said, this matter is particularly troubling concerning that China's leaders are reportedly looking at possible deployment of these devastating weapons in a regional con context, putting them all over the world. The primary function of America's government is supposed to be protecting our country. Clearly, the lion is sleeping. No one has forgotten the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan just weeks ago. How did that happen? The lion was sleeping. If you voted for the current administration, give it some serious thought and prayer. Is this really God's will for this country? Should our vote be driven by how much we disliked or hated Donald Trump? Consider that. Prayerfully consider it. I say that as a friend, as a pastor. Is electing someone who carries the abortion banner in killing millions of unborn, unwanted babies somehow a morally higher ground? Or is leading the charge to redefine marriage morally superior to someone who has a couple of failed marriages? No, it's all terribly destructive. But I mean, let's get real and open our hearts and our minds. Shouldn't a biblical Christian concerning, consider policies at least as important as our personal level of dislike? for some presidential candidate? I'm not talking about going back. I'm talking about going forward. And finally, 
Where do we ultimately put our trust? Psalm 20 tells us some trust in chariots and horses, but we trust in the Lord. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll continue this conversation. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.